0: Hey, Josh.
1: Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week?
0: I am doing pretty good. It is balmy and warm over here. It is so warm, I had to put in my air conditioners in my house yesterday. We don't have like uh, central air or anything like that. So you really feel the heat when it comes, but uh, good times. Yeah.
1: What does balmy mean? I've heard people say it. I've never actually, I don't actually know.
0: I think it's like, I just picture like palm trees and beach and like sun and hot. Okay. I don't know. Like balmy, like to... call
1: me. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I put those things together for some reason.
1: Okay.
0: Right. Cool. Yeah. How are, how are things uh, with you? Uh,
1: they're good. They're good. They're a uh, lot, you know, always moving, always lots of moving parts. Um, yeah just just like i don't know i'm in that mode where just like things are moving fast but i'm mm. like just knocking knocking pins down so to speak if that makes sense yeah. um but but all very good progress uh little setbacks like the one step back once one step forward with two steps forward one, step, one step, for- step back a lot a lot of that yeah. feeling but still mm. making progress um but uh Thanks. You know, what's a good indication of how I feel is, so it's Friday. Uh, I, I know mm-hmm. we don't always record on Fridays, but it's Friday. And um, uh, my wife and I have a a check-in early earlier in the day, basically kind of planning the weekend, what we have with the kids' schedules and things like that. And one of those questions are essentially is like, do I need any like private work time to essentially help catch mm-hmm. up? You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're like yeah. behind or just like, there's something that's really important that I really need to work on to just be ahead on for the next week or that I didn't get done. And I know it's like a deep work type of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't have any this weekend. I said, no, I'm good. Like, Hey, if you have things like that, like I'm, I'm, you can fill my bucket with extra kid stuff or whatever, uh, or just like if she needs time, I'm happy to, you know, usually a good balance is like, we both need a little bit of time, you know, and we Mm kind of trade off. Uh, with like getting maybe a two hour block over the weekend of like personal time. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that, that is a good sign. If you're, uh, you're caught up on most of those things and you're feeling okay, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is a nice feeling though. When you got like, there's a lot of things going on, but you're, you're still staying ahead, right? It's just like things are coming up and you're just cruising forward. I love that feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good.
0: Yeah, well, we are feeling well, but uh, you know, technology and the markets aren't feeling so good these days.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a good topic for today. Just uh, is interesting, just like yeah, just the tech downturn stuff. And what's what's interesting is talking with different people. Not everyone. Well, this started with a a tweet, and I think other people have since uh, added. Twitter stuff like this. I've seen other other people kind of chiming in or having an opinion on it. Um, What's Mm -hmm. what I find the most interesting about it is I I just kind of said, Hey, I wonder how indie bootstrap SaaS is going to be affected by this. I was like, I kind of feel like this is what we're built for. Um, And, you know, love to hear from anyone else. So we did get a lot of good comments in there. I think you commented as well. Right?
0: Yeah, probably. I, I like to comment on your things. But what uh like what sort of range of of emotions do people have about this sort of thing? Like I kind of I don't know, I think you and I are mostly on the same page, but what do other people think? Uh
1: yeah, I mean it kind of I think most people had a very similar take on it. What what I found is most interesting, and maybe I'll start with this, was that and this'll probably help with context for any of our listeners, because what mm. I was the most surprised about it it was there were a number of people that uh, chimed in and said, I don't understand what you're talking about. And at first (laughs) I thought they were like being like, just, just like
0: sarcastic or something,
1: sarcastic or facetious about it or whatever. But then I think they were serious. So like, Mm. I I, I did lean into that. I kind of just, yes. Someone said like, I'm out of loop. What tech downturn? And I was like, I can't tell if you're being serious. And the person's like, no I, I I'm I like I'm serious it's one of these things where like I'm not trying to make people feel dumb or anything and was like oh and I just get that there's a lot of people there are a lot of people in the world that just don't don't pay attention or maybe it's a generational thing I don't know to uh, news and other things where everyone can be in their own Twitter sphere social media sphere mm-hmm. and like really not be paying as much attention I don't know
0: Well, I'll I'll be honest, I don't really pay much attention to it. The only reason I kind of like noticed it was because like you and a couple other people that I I know were talking about the markets and that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, because like, I don't know, I don't know of anyone that's been let go or anything like that. But I know that like from talking to other people, they're like, you know, oh, there's all these people being let go, massive layoffs and stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess at what, at what point, you know, when it hits the tech news where there are headlines and at least like, I don't know, two, three companies, in addition to seeing the public markets, like in mm-hmm. terms of stock markets and things like that. So um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, you're going to say something? Yeah, like
0: so, so how do you think, how do you think Indian bootstrapped businesses will, will do through this downturn? Like, I guess uh, we're calling I mean, it that already.
1: Yeah, I guess with any of them, it depends. It probably just depends on like their their market segment a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably the only thing. It was sort of like a like when COVID first started, it was a certain like travel industries got wiped out. So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I I don't know of any one. The only ones I would think of that are probably like a, a little scared right now are probably maybe agencies like that are still bootstrap type of thing. They're not necessarily tech, but ones that really where their bread and butter was like doing services and things for, uh, funded companies or newly funded companies. Like I feel like there's, there's, Mm -hmm. yeah, when a funded company and a lot of people like look for the funded news and then they go, And they're like, basically, Hey, (laughs) there's, uh, people with money and they have more money than they have time and they need expertise, like with marketing Mm -hmm. or development or whatever else. Like, so if you're a indie, maybe not SaaS, but indie bootstrap founder that has like an agency that is tip is often, uh, getting business from those types of companies, um, then maybe you're having like a little bit of a hard time. It might be slow. It might be like, okay, yeah, we're going to, you know, cut any extra expenditures. So if you're on Mm -hmm. that side of that type of thing, then that's probably, uh, you know, I don't know if it's like happened like an ax, but it's like probably like, Hey, those contracts are slowing down. And like, maybe some people are just getting slow to respond. And within the next month, depending how things go, things might get cut or whatnot.
0: Yeah. I think, I think probably the difference, though, is like the the funded companies probably are doing like they're noticing a slowdown, too, because they're a lot of their uh, raising capital uh, pools are are drying up. Um, But I think it's just like there's a more drastic change for them than for the bootstrap business, because I think the bootstrap business is um, it should be, you know, in the positives, no matter what they do. all that's going to happen is they're going to cut back a little bit maybe if they're seeing that there's less customers coming in or something like that whereas if you're um if you're in the negatives and you rely on funding to be able to continue operating then all of a sudden you're just going to like go from like you know rocket launch to like turtle mode and that's going (laughs) to really shake things up
1: yeah they're just like the outlook for them they're just worried because you know evaluations have dropped Hopefully, depending on where you are in the funding cycle, like if someone Mm -hmm. got funded in the peak this fall and they were on a you know eighteen month cycle or a twelve month cycle, and they're still cash flush, they still have a lot of cash in the bank. Though they're probably like trimming their budgets, rolling back, being like, "Okay, we can't bank on just like just like having user growth and other things to look and get the next." Raise because the next raise, even if we're doing okay, may not be as much. Right, like it may not be able mm-hmm. to keep, you know, basically spending money uh, to to fuel growth, so to speak. So
0: yeah, but I think like largely this is going to be a good thing because I think it's going to force companies, both funded and not funded, to be cash flow positive and uh, to make safer bets. Like pick the low hanging fruit first. Don't just you know shoot for the moon because maybe there's something there. And I think we're going to get more, um, you know, incremental changes that are better um, rather than these moonshot type ideas.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think there's, as I would think about it, there's, there's less dumb money out there mm-hmm. like that is just like being thrown around for the sake of that. There's just a lot of bets going on. And because the dynamics of valuations and getting easy money is so hot was high, like it's. Mm-hmm gonna bring it back to reality bring it back to like okay at the end of the day this does have to make a profit we're not just like continuing to punt right and like expecting that to 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 continue so um Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully it's just back to like a little bit more rational (laughs)
0: parts (laughs) yeah so so what do you think about this in terms of like your business like you're the you know slow incremental growth. Use what we have. Grow the resources. Sort of method. The turtle. Yeah, the turtle. <laughs> um, you know what's wrong? Why wouldn't you choose to be a hare and then you know slow down to turtle speed once you got to the size you wanted to be? Uh, why um, haven't you chosen that route? Like,
1: why didn't I raise money? Is that
0: what you're saying? Yeah. Like, why? Why not raise like? Why not raise money um, when the times are good and then, you know, I mean, go back to turtle no mode when the times are tough.
1: I mean, that would have been smart. <laughs> I would <laughs> have been, uh, and, and it's something that's crossed my mind in terms of like, I kind of missed that window, right? It was kind of neat looking at the valuations at that point. Like if you're selling at that point or raising money at that point, you know, SaaS valuations, like even if I was to sell referral rock, if I sold it, you know, five months ago, it probably would have been at a peak multiple. So that would have been a good time to get out. Or Mm -hmm. if I was to raise a bunch of money at that valuation when the money was cheap and the valuations were high and then you know change my spending habits, but then dial it back. I think Mm -hmm. the bigger challenge for that, as much as it sounds probably good on paper, it's a huge mentality shift, right? Like, that's not me. I don't know... I almost mm. have like my own, it's like, we all have our own set points with money at least, you know, yeah. and, and it changes like when you've got your first job, what, you know, what $10 was to you, you know, or a hundred dollars, you know, spending a hundred dollars uh, for your family was like a few years ago might be different now. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so it's hard to shift that mentality. And then also thinking of it like a family, like you have all these people involved that also have expenditures and they get used to a certain lifestyle. It's like, if you went from having a private chef <laughs> to all of a sudden you go to your, if you're like, yeah, we're going to cut that. And it's like, oh, like I have to cook again. And like all these <laughs> other, like it would be, you know, emotionally challenging to, ch- well, don't you see the economies change and money's not as easy anymore. So now we got to go back and flip flopping back and forth could be like mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of rapid change, I would think.
0: Yeah. I I think the other thing too is like, um, you're talking about like feeling busy with the current way referral rock is going. Like, imagine you're like trying to grow the company three or four times as fast as you currently are. Like imagine how many more challenges you would have to face on a daily basis. And would you be able to still make good decisions on those things as they would come up because there'd just be such a big volume of them or would you have the people in place to be able to deal with that?
1: that no, that's true too, is like, I think I'd have to be either more cutthroat potentially, right? Like, yeah, uh, this isn't working. I got to figure out like you have, you know, you've, you've got to have a, again, different types of people with a different Mm -hmm. type of, of mindset. Um, I think, I think changes it's like, you're, it's sort of like, yeah, it's like, it it would be hard to change values overnight. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think another challenge too, is adding that to the mix would have been also like I would have another boss to report to right now. I don't have a boss. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So it would also mean my, my time and what I want to spend my time on would get changed. I'd basically be putting in, well, if I'm going to take that money, now I need to tell them how it's going. I need to do, Mm -hmm. you know, monthly reports to them and and satisfying what makes them feel good (laughs) about the investment that may not be the same thing that is going to make the company actually, you know, profitable. So I have to, might have to play a short term game to appease to a, you Mm. know, a different audience and a different person um, I'd have to basically like report to.
0: Yeah. There'd be more diplomacy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and less speed on the things or less, Hey, I think this is a long-term bet to play. That's like a one or two year bet referral Rock wants to make. And they're just kind of like, well, how's that going to affect growth this quarter? Right. Like I need to yeah. show to my investors that you are blah, 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 stuff like that. So it definitely changes the dynamic. Um, but it's a good question. I think the only I think going from raising and then and then getting back into turtle mode, I think it happens. Some people are probably trying to do that now. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I think doing it with intention is a different story. Like I'm intentionally doing the buying, you know, buying low and selling high type of thing um, would be challenging.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But, but uh, on the flip side, that could be an advantage on the other side where there's, this is where a lot of people were talking about in the, um, in the, in the Twitter comments about this, which was like, essentially, okay, well now that everything is cheap and you, and, and hopefully you're in a good cash position, like, what do you go buy on the cheap, right? Like Mm -hmm. now the layoffs are happening and you know, where's the talent uh, that, that got shed, not because they weren't good, but just because they had to just make drastic cuts and it was easier to cut whole teams and, you know whatnot i know some people are like well if they got cut they're probably not any good and i, I don't believe that at all
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's true there is there's opportunity there at least like you're talking on the on the talent side i wonder what other things would be like things that would benefit uh someone that has cash at this point like maybe market yeah. share like you could go for more market share just because those big companies aren't spending the the bazillion dollars on Google ads. I don't know.
1: Yeah, possibly. Maybe the ad bids went down because they're not in there anymore. Now it's time for you to step in instead where you're fighting dollar for dollar, they've dialed it back and you can mm-hmm. kind of step in and find a, you know, oh, if I just increment this bid a couple dollars, now I'm the top top dog yeah. versus incrementally fighting with them when they had flushed cash because they probably just blanket made a blanket cut of a budget versus actually looking at the details
0: yeah yeah another thing too might be to look at like if there's any movement on what segments they're targeting right because it could be that if they're they're strapped for cash they're going to go for a smaller segment um so there might be some areas that are kind of up for grabs
1: yeah they could they could like kind of vacate a market area maybe it's a obviously um I don't think it's gotten to the point where people are shutting down or anything. It's no. just like but at that area it's like hey they were they were looking long term, right? They were making 3 and 5 mm. year bets. So maybe they were starting to build a product or a website or some other asset in an area that is no longer realizing like mm-hmm. it's not part of their core like you know maybe that's something like of an asset people could that they might want to sell off, right? Or or I'm not about to acquire like a small team or anything like that. But <laughs> I think bigger companies could look at that, right? Bigger companies could that are, that, are, that do this well and haven't raised money. And maybe it's like an established public company, but let's say someone that raised and they, they were a CRM product and they had they were starting to work on video is the future and they start building out this video component and this video team and they were getting some traction but now they realize, you know what we just have to double down on our CRM mm-hmm. uh you know for handyman and the video thing yeah that's a 3 to 5 year play out but you know a Vimeo or someone else in the video space or someone else in a different space might be like oh, I'll 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 take that and your team off your hands you know
0: <laughs> yeah no totally yeah cuz there's the the product space and then I'm just thinking like you kind of got me thinking here with how These companies might be shrinking there there might also be shrinkage on the the customer support side and it probably wouldn't manifest right away but you might start seeing more disgruntled uh customers uh that you might be able to win over just because the other company's not doing as good of a job true
1: yeah maybe that's uh, how you play into those ads too right we're talking about the they get out of the ad space of advertising to customers and you basically say, Hey, how's that support queue over there? Come <laughs> <From laughs> on over here where that support queue is actually, you know, we'll respond within a day, not two weeks, you know, yeah, maybe that's an yeah. angle or play to their emotions at that point. If you know that's going on.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hmm. So
1: other, other things I've been thinking about in this is, is uh, like, I'm not I'm not worried about us. Um, but what I am thinking about is what is it gonna look like in six months right? like so it has forced me into exercising my my brain a bit on on like business strategy and just again looking at my approach now. So if today is that that or today or around this time frame is like an inflection point, right? Like, you don't really see or know the results until, you know, might be a couple months, a couple weeks. And I'm just assuming, like, okay, yeah, we might see some slow things and whatnot. But I don't want to be caught with my pants down, so to speak, like just waiting to see what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I have been doing a little bit of like mental scheming of saying, if in six months it is slower or, Things are flat or maybe we're not growing anymore and we actually take a little bit of a revenue hit. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, what what would I regret that I didn't do sooner, right? Like, so if I, instead of staying Mm -hmm. the status quo, my brain is thinking of like, what would I start taking action on now or (laughs) six months ago, but which is now today, if you're following Mm -hmm. my drift. Yeah, yeah scoping that back and kind of relooking at how I'm doing things day to day. It's like, what what actions could I take that I, that I will regret not taking in the future? You know what uh, I'm saying?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, like what, uh, what should I be thinking about today? So that way I won't be uh, regretting it later. Yes. Um, And like, what kind of things have you thought about that? Because I guess like you're doing things now based on your mm-hmm. current growth rate. Wouldn't you kind of stop hiring and carry on, or are there more more to it? So I'm trying to think of being on offense
1: more than on defense. So like stopping hiring for me would be that's a defensive like save cash strategy, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm almost thinking like, okay, let's say in six months, what am I going to more regret, like? The fact that we didn't start that initiative that is now paying dividends, right? Like that's, Mm. those are the things that like, you can't just flip a switch and have go on. So I I am trying to think of like, okay, what are, what are more, I want to say aggressive changes I could make, but not, not in a disruptive way, like, Hey, I'm going to cut this whole team and we're going to (laughs) do blah, 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 blah." we're going to do anything and nothing like that, but more of like, okay, what? What do I lean into that I thought I had three years to build, but maybe I now have like three months? Maybe it's not that drastic. But bets yeah. we were making that were th- so. This is where the the brain shifts from being peacetime CEO, which is like long term thinking, building, mm. waiting, being patient, being patient with development, right. being but instead being like, okay, let's let's scope this a little differently. What can I be taking action now? If I only have three actions to take, what are those three and let's make sure I'm reallocating all resources on those versus like spreading all them on five bets. If That makes sense.
0: Right. Okay. So focus on less, less bets and like roll them out faster. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. So, That's so,
0: interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess I'm really curious to think of like, what, what sort of things that might be, or like, even are there other, are there other sort of things that fit into that bucket? Cause you're talking about like feature rollout. That's kind of one element. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Cause I guess my, ha- my hang up is I'm just thinking of like, what would you do differently? Because I feel like you're always, you would always want to be rolling things out in an efficient manner and mm-hmm. making efficient use of your resources.
1: Uh, I mean, one of them is, it's funny is, is, is going into spending more money. So like, for example, here's a good one now that I've been thinking about is like, I've always thought I wanted to build out or like learn more about ads. Right. Uh, And, Mm. and, uh, and also we don't have, we don't, we have great content marketing. We have a lot of good pieces of the marketing puzzle, but I've only tinkered around with Google ads and Facebook ads very very small amounts mm-hmm. I know I could do it if I if I put my mind and I figured it out and took the time to do it um, but at the same time like if I'm spending time on that what am I not spending other time on that I couldn't mm-hmm. outsource like that's something that I could outsource
0: mm-hmm. and also
1: I don't have we don't have the skills on our team to grow it and they're also busy doing other things so mm-hmm. a long-term bet might be like, Hiring a mid-level person, training them, like having that in-house and the Mm. long-term expenditure for that and value on the team is going to be like spread out over two years is going to be very ROI ROI positive. But when am I going to, instead the mentality might be like, let's hire an agency. Like I'm okay with burning a little more faster, but knowing I'm going to get an ROI faster as well get that machine going so that we can have a positive roi on ad spend that probably could be spun up in a couple months versus like me tinkering and training me doing it myself when i have time or training someone else you know having them try to figure it out over time and but but i i get the return faster and i get so th- these mm-hmm. are the types of things I'm kind of thinking of. So in, in that six-month time frame, what am I going to regret? I'm going to regret probably going slow and taking it a long-term approach to it versus like, oh, right, I got this ad agency. And yes, it costs more, but in the first three months, it burned some cash. But the three months after that, it was feeding salespeople, it was feeding leads to salespeople. Like it was, it, you know, in the end, it may be at a certain inflection point a break-even. Now, if I continue down that path. You know that you just start to bre- spread out the amount of money of and what it costs. So it's like, what would I have regretted then? It's like, okay, well, I've made this bet for six months on this person to learn this stuff, and it hasn't really happened yet. And I'm still mm-hmm. there. I haven't burned a lot of money. I haven't burned a ton of time, but at the same time, I don't have any results either.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I I would have thought that the that even the peacetime Josh would. You know who would go for the agency first well i guess kind of knowing you you probably wouldn't but um, <laughs> no but it's it, it seemed that to me the the agency method always would seem more efficient because um, you get the system up and running and then you worry about training the person who is going to run it um and you get to learn it from professionals in quotes i guess right. um versus Josh has to learn how to do this job, then Josh has to teach someone how to do this job, and hopefully they're the right person for that job, and hopefully it all works out in two years or however long it takes.
1: No, that that sounds like a smart person's approach to it even in peace time <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> but you know we're all oh, we're not all smart all the time right like i think true. for you and me that want to just like i could figure that out how hard could it be i want to play with it, and i'm interested in playing with it so like it's right. always in the back of my mind and not because why am i going to pay someone to do something yeah. that i want to go do right and then but the reality is someone should go back and be like well josh where's your time best spent should you be doing that could you why don't you hire an expert why don't you do all this it's like ah that that build versus buy yeah Just tended strong tendency to build and do things yourself great for a bootstrapper yeah. hard to get rid of that set point too so
0: yeah and it's so fun to to learn it yourself and do it yourself i think that's part of it too right it's like you make the choice also based on like what you like to do right like right um i think that's fine too but um, I, I I don't know, I've kind of thought of it like um, for certain things that I've had in business where um, as I get busier, I start to get more analytical about it, which is probably better, um, where I basically just look at it as like, I'm trying to catch rain falling from the sky. And if I pay $100 for this giant rain catcher, that's better than me spending $10 and five hours of my time trying to build that thing. Um, right. And I can always, you know, if if this is going to be a long term bet that I want to make, where you know Nate is making hundred dollar rain catchers for ten dollars, then like that's that's something we'll worry about later once we've figured out that we can actually catch the rain, right? Um, that sort of way of thinking about it. So I I have that when I'm busy, but then I also go and like you know build crazy scraping tools that I really have no <laughs> business building, but it's fun. It was fun. It was so much fun. And now I have all this cool data. So you know what? It's good.
1: Yeah, I think that, that is definitely the hard part of it. It was like you're like we talked about those set points. And I think part of the challenge for me and probably other bootstrap founders is this separation of money. And I think I did this. I've done this well so far, but it's still like another. There's another level that I have to get to, which is I've always done a good job separating like business money from personal money. So like, mm. I do have two brains of when I'm going, Oh, spend $500 for the business. Easy. No brainer. Spend $500 for a personal thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know <laughs> like, right. But then the challenging part is that's still there, right? So even this, this evaluating, using demand gen and ad agencies, the reality is it's like, okay, this is a $50,000 bet to. Pay the people to have ads run, to have them figure out what's going to work for us. Still working with us, still time investment. But when you go back and you go to personal, Josh, of like, if I have to write a check for fifty thousand dollars, oh, do I need to do that? Like, how much burn is that? What is it? All this Mm -hmm. is like, how much is that worth? That's 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 three used cars. That's you know, you start to (laughs) scope those things, right? And even with business minded one, even though you see these money coming in and money coming out it's still hard to fathom to be like i'm making a 50,000 dollar bet <laughs> mm-hmm. that still feels for me you know odd like where that's the and i think that's where that set point changes you raise money you raise 10 million dollars you're like i'm supposed to make 50,000 dollar bets actually i'm supposed to make 2 million dollar bets right like mm-hmm. and that's where i think because it's other people's money it probably makes that easier for that person in yeah. that scope. And that's why I'm raising it
0: too. So. Yeah. I think like in the business though, like you, like, at least for myself, I kind of look at it as a pool pool of money allocated towards this project called the business. And um, basically my goal is not to run out and to make sure that it keeps growing. Right. And <laughs> yeah. so if I, I think it's all a risk thing too, right. It's like, sure. It's a $50,000 bet, but what's the upside and what's the risk that it will fail. And I think, um, you kind of have to weigh those things, right? Like I was looking at, uh, putting a magazine ad for like two grand and like, I don't typically spend that much on business expenses because I'm a very small business. Right. And, you know, you just kind of have to, to weigh it out and see what, what makes the most sense. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll remember that when, when I'm gonna be pushing you to spend on something that you're like, wait, what? No, no, I don't wanna do it. I was like, come on, <laughs> come on, Nate, look at the ROI back, take it, take two steps back. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, totally, totally it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard to do. Uh and, and there's times I don't have a problem doing it and I don't think much of it. Um and and I think one of the other yeah, one of the other challenges too is just yeah, just making sure you're looking at that lens. You can take that lens. the 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 bigger piece that I think is even harder is like you're you might be you might be unconsciously making a decision to not even investigate or not even to consider it mm-hmm. in your wheelhouse because you're blocked by that mentality, right? So that's that's yeah. the what you don't know. And hopefully, hopefully, I'm not. You know, you're you're trying to continue to expand and realize, okay. I have more, I might have more money than I have time. Now, how do I think about it in that scope? Like I keep trying to do these types of exercises in my brain to kind of make myself more aware of of the opportunities where I could be spending money to Mm -hmm. move the business forward. Cause I do, we do, it has built a kind of a money-making machine of sorts, right? Like it's like, Mm -hmm. we put this effort in and stuff comes out. So like, okay use the machine. Where can I fuel it? What can I, yeah, what can yeah. I feed it? You know, and, and thinking of that mentality. So,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, any, uh, any final thoughts before we sign off?
1: No, I think we went a little all over the board, covered some good topics that I think we've, we've talked a bit about before, but I think with this context of, you know, what's going on is it was a pretty interesting conversation. Hopefully our listeners think so too.
0: Yeah, hopefully. All right. Well, uh, have a good week at Josh and, uh, we'll catch you next time.
1: All right. Later, Nate. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with a friend. We're new to this podcasting thing and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at searching for sass on Twitter. That's searching the number four sass or send an email to searching for SaaS at gmail.com. See you next week.